0: <laughs> I mean, I met I met this one couple. Um, that's where I got my uh, my Spider Man head ball, bust from. Um, they both collect. They collected Funko's too, which is like it. But
1: he was a big collector. <laughs> we won't talk about that.
0: And their room, their like designated area in the basement. He wanted to start collecting something else, and they both collected stuff. And she's like, "Okay, well." You're not gonna collect a new property, a new thing. You're gonna have to get rid of some of this stuff because there's no room. Like, so I came upon the uh, the, the, gold the mine. head bus, the the the, the head bus, which was a personal grail for me. Nice. Um, I always wanted. Is that to like get a get Ditko rid-
1: of- or is it a Jim Lee? Or, I mean, not Jim Lee, uh McFarlane?
0: No, no, the head, like, the statue head bust, it's, uh... Is it a specific
1: style? Oh, oh, really? Wow.
0: Yeah, um, that for me was a grail item, because I always wanted it.
1: Are you a fan of of the Alex Ross style?
0: Um, I like the realism, I'm tired of it. Um, he, he does, everyone's so barrel-chested, and to me, Spider-Man's not barrel-chested.
1: Yeah, no. Um,
0: but I love the fate, like, when he does the fate, like, it's, it's, I like the realism...
1: Like it looks like what Spider-Man would be if he was in real life. Sometimes,
0: yeah. Sometimes, I, I mean. Sometimes, when, it, mm-hmm. when he was doing like every cover of every issue, I'm just like, uh. That
1: recent thing he just did.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, his or his back artist, in the day too. His, I mean, as amazing as an artist he as he is, like I, think, um, I don't really a hundred percent love all this stuff, but. That head bust—it just looks like if Spider-Man was in real life. Nice. You know, it was always my grail when it first came out. I couldn't afford it, and then when I started to try and look for it again, it was seriously overpriced. And I actually Facebook Marketplace—this was years ago, over two years ago. Um, he had it for a price that it didn't come with the box, but um, he took care of it, and um, they met up with me, and they were just—we're we just talking and. You know, because you do what geeks do when you find someone similar.
1: Oh, it's Try kind of to like hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, hold you on. Know, you start, what do you like? You,
0: yeah, yeah. You start talking about stuff. You know. What
1: stores do you go to? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Like, what do you do? Oh, you collect that? That's cool. Like, you know, and then you wind up being there for an hour and a half talking about uh, stuff. But it, it was just the price. I couldn't. I think it was like
1: 150 bucks.
0: And I mean, is that time, one done by? Oh, I forget who did that one. I gotta like look.
1: Gentle Giant or like Prime One or something, or is it old school?
0: Uh, it's not Gentle Giant. It's
1: like a Bowen or something.
0: It might be Bowen. Probably it's
1: Bowen, huh? Because I think I don't remember Alex Ross doing too many
0: Or is it Dynamic Forces? It was this statue company, and they did a lot of the Spider Man like, mini busts for all the characters. It's an older company. I don't even know if they're still making stuff anymore. Okay. Um, but they were doing it like there's like that green goblin head bust and like the lenses you could see his eyes through the lenses and it's very it's a alex ross they did nice. a alex, alex ross hulk no they had the alex ross venom head hmm. bust yeah there's some company and i think that sucker's heavy too the base on that thing um but <clears throat> yeah i met them and I got, that was a grail piece for me for the longest time and I had it. And a lot of people call like, especially some shows, like almost everything's a grail. It's like, no, that's not a grail. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. But, <laughs> uh, this,
1: whole, this whole show has been tangents, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but that's
0: what, that's what the whole <laughs> that's idea is. That's what it's all about. It was really, the whole idea for Carl's Coffee Bean was one night uh, uh, it would happen often, me and Seth would uh, after recording or I was a guest or whatever, We'd sit there and talk for hours, and I was like, dude, this should be a show, because, like, some of the stuff that we're talking it's about, like, oh, yes, yeah, like, it's good, it's cool stuff, and, you know, it's just, it's something a little different than just the, the normal news, and this figure's coming out, and this is happening in this comic, and it's, like, it's a little bit more insightful to, like, getting to know the host, and just a fun conversation, and, um... Yeah, that it's kind of got the idea that way, and it was just them. And I was like, dude, we should, like, Seth brought I was like, this would be great as a show. I was like, dude, I'd call it, I'd call it the Coffee Bean because, you know, I was, like, being Spider-Man, that's where the coffee shop they hung out at <laughs> in college. I was like, I'd call it the Coffee Bean. He's like, why don't you call it Caller's Coffee Bean? And then Dang. that's how that whole story started. And it was just, like, to have a car- casual conversation that's a little bit different, we could talk about geeky stuff, but, like, you know, it, it helped give a little bit more insight to us and just, like, hear, you know, funny stories and share stories, and listeners can be like, oh, well, that's cool, I didn't know that about that person, or, oh, my God, they went through the same thing, or, oh, that sounds really
1: cool. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll reach out thing. and ask us some more questions, too. You never know. We can make yeah, a part I, two.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, uh, anybody did have any particular questions, like, that they like brought up on here that like are topics like if they want to suggest a topic for a coffee bean that we could like get into and of course like i like going down rabbit holes and letting the conversation just naturally progress but it's fun to have a topic sometimes because you don't know where it's going to go so if any listeners out there be like hey you know could you here's a topic for uh the coffee bean you know
1: yeah and and we could use it in a later episode or you know like it doesn't have to be right away but yeah
0: yeah compile a couple of them and i'm keeping it a (laughs) monthly thing you know i don't want to spoil you guys too much with too many coffee beans i want it to be more of like a bonus excitement thing can't get you too
1: shaky strung out on coffee now
0: yeah no you know man you know what i mean you know but i mean look uh, at tonight
1: we started off we didn't have no kind of theme or nothing and uh we went from a coffee bean to a coffee binge. We've been at it for about 2 hours now already.
0: Oh man, we we we've
1: we've probably we cooked killed a lot of several shit. pots. Of, <laughs>
0: we probably killed several pots of coffee <laughs> for sure.
1: Um I've uh, killed yeah. several beers, that's for sure. you
0: <laughs> are uh, drink still drinking all those beers out of my skull. Um
1: yep. T- <laughs> Tastes uh, better
0: that I uh, almost forgot too about about my uh, where I was going to with the whole you know relationship thing and the your significant other. I mean, she's to the point now where she's totally supportive. Where she wanted for Christmas a Carl's Coffee bean hoodie, so I, I got her. I bought one for her for Christmas.
1: Nice. No, my totally my lady. She got jealous when she saw my Geek Out Show shirt. She's like, I want one.
0: <laughs> I was like, really? She's like, yeah. I was like, uh, okay.
1: I was like, yeah. I didn't think you'd want one. Okay, cool.
0: And it's cool when they like when your significant other wants to support you in that way and like where it thinks it's kind of like they sometimes probably won't admit that they think it's cool but in a way they think it's cool and they're kind of proud that you're doing something and i'm sure when she wears that around be like what's that he's like oh well this is my you know future husband's uh You know show that he has on on a
1: a my husband's on a podcast yeah (laughs) yeah you know what i mean
0: like you know what i mean my man's the host of
1: a podcast well actually i'm the (laughs) co-host
0: yeah i remember she first asked me she's like she's like oh well why don't you get one i was like i'm not walking around with a shirt with my face on it that seems too (laughs) too... weird yeah it's it's weird self-indulgent and like it's like you're looking at my face then you look up and there's my face like
1: yeah, you know I mean, it was like, are you wearing that? Is it, is it that? that? Is it that? Is it, is it that identical? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he ripped it right from a photo. I mean, like, really? <laughs>
0: yeah, from what I've, what I've been told. I mean, man,
1: see, I was really, uh, I was, I was, uh, I was really tempted to go with DMC for my logo too, but I think Seth really knocked it out of the park, so I'm happy with what he did. So I'm glad I, I kind of stuck with him and waited it out.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I mean, um, it was my. It.
1: it was all my idea. But, you know, he he really executed it well. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, well that's what, uh, I mean, there's talks about making a new APA logo. But, I, 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 I mean, I'm fine with it. But I do really like Seth's logo that he did
1: for it. Oh, um, I haven't seen it.
0: The APA logo? The one we've been using. Oh, the
1: original one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I still really love that one. And it's like, I mean...
1: I think it would be funny if you guys could find, like, I mean, because what, like, when I try to do, I mean, when I think of like branding and imaging and stuff or kind of stuff like that, I mean, I try to like find something that kind of cues in with what it is. Like, I think right now you have the P as a question mark, right? That's like the main thing. Or no? Am I tripping?
0: No, it is. And it's okay. a, 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 a photography lens in the middle of the, the, the circle part of the P. There's See that's all pretty.
1: Right that's that's all pretty badass too. But I think like um, maybe like something like to give you know more the anonymous feel. I don't know some kind of like uh, mystery question person or something. I don't. Know, which I really do like the question mark in the P. That's really smart. But I don't know. I really like yours as it is. So it would be hard wish to count the, of credit.
0: Which <laughs> our name doesn't really fit anymore because we're not so anonymous now. We also give give credit. To each post
1: but
0: um, you could be the ipa
1: you guys could be the infamous plastic addicts
0: infamous plastic addicts. yeah right you know name
1: change people be thrown off
0: <laughs> that's the thing you're always scared to change a name or something because then people are like i don't know who this is it? Is that... oh wait that's why did they change their name <laughs> that's
1: why that's why i stuck with major reaction even though i was like sometimes i was kind of like because eh, people call me like major erection and things like that but it's like you know that's shit's going to happen regardless so it's like whatever i'll just keep it the way it is I like besides what's what's wrong with a major reaction? Anyways, I mean, come on. Unless it lasts more than four hours, and you gotta consult the doctor.
0: Especially too, because you're doing reviews, so it makes sense. A major reaction, like you're unboxing this, like you're getting a reaction and doing. Yeah, that was
1: that was kind of the like idea behind it when I first started. But like, I don't do reviews anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed. Now, now Uh, I'm just here to get a major reaction of people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right major unboxing because you do a lot of unboxing on live streams I mean it's a better name than some like I mean you scour Instagram there's some names you're just going really that's the name you went with like
2: but then again I can't
0: say anything because what's Echo's dork then like really because it it started out as um, because back in the day I loved echo unlimited so that's what it used to be spelled ECHO um, And then I was like, "Dork Den," because my room, my man cave like—I don't want to call it man cave because like there's so many man caves. So I was like, "Oh, I'll call it a dork den because I'm be a fucking dork." And you know, it's a place for me to lounge, like a den. So I'll just call it dork. And that's where I came up with that. But I mean, yeah, I, mean, I like that, that. I mean, not that uh, that name's like stellar or creative, but I'm just saying, there's some awful there's a names meaning, behind out there. It. <laughs> yeah, and the original thing wasn't even toy photography. It was a. Uh, I was just going to go posting pictures of my collection and when I got something new and stuff like that and or geeky stuff. Um, and then, really, uh, Gil's mainly Gil, mainly two people. Gil, with toy photography that got me into that, it was Gil. He's like, oh, this is so cool. Check this out. Like, you know, and like, oh, that's awesome. Like, he really, like, turned me, like, I knew about it, but he's the one that really turned me onto it. And then you know you do. The, I try some cell phone shots and like you know think it is cool and I could pose and it's just like you know on top of my dresser and like yeah this is good and it's like complete dog shit. <laughs> and then um, getting when I was into gun, building Gundams, I started following gu- this guy Gundam Nerd who's awesome. Um, and he kind of Mister Miyagi me into it.
1: <laughs> nice. Um,
0: with, without knowing that he did. Um, Are you
1: saying that he waxed off you?
0: Uh, no, I would never say he would wax <laughs> off me. But, um, I was just talking to him on a live thing and saying, oh, yeah, I could pose, and I, like, blah, 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 I took pictures, and then he went and looked at my Instagram on the live and, like, ripped me a new one. Oh, jeez. And then, and then I kind of, like, like, oh, wow, maybe he's right. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to prove him wrong. I'm going to get do this. And then I got a second job, and I try, like, once in a blue moon, and then honestly, where like COVID was kind of like a blessing in disguise because I was so stressed out and just running on E from working two jobs. Like, oh I no, I could off. tell,
1: man. Yeah. I, I remember listening to your uh, the Nerdicons when you were doing the two two jobs and you just always sounded like you're just beat, man. Like like yeah, you yeah, wanted yeah. to be there, but like you like you wanted to be there, but your body was like not gonna hold up type of deal, you know? Like, yeah, like I, I was like, poor Carl, he sounds like he's always episode. like so worked.
0: Yeah, and, like, now now I'm working a second second job again, but it's less demanding as uh, my original second job, because, like, the other one, I only got, like, one day off a week. Yeah. It was rough.
1: That sucks, yeah. I know how that is.
0: I mean, between the two jobs, I I wind up only having one day off a week.
1: And, like, Saturday
0: was, like, it could be... Saturdays were mandatory. It could be a 10-hour day, or it could be a 14-hour day. Ugh. You know what I mean? So it's like I only got Sundays and then COVID. As much as it sucked, because my main that my second job went away, got laid off because um, it was a car dealership, and then my primary job, it went to swing shift. So I would like work three days, then be off seven, then come in for two days, then be off three. Like, Jeez. Um, it gave me. There's a blessing in the size, because one, it, I got to rest. Two. It gave me more time to, it gave me actual time to like delve into my hobbies and like really start like, cause I had like a year before that, I, my, as a gift, I wanted the camera. I wanted to try, I wanted to get into toy photography. I took photography in high school. I really wanted to get back into it. And like, I really wanted to like take a crack at the toy photography thing. So my mom has a camera to learn on it, like to reacquaint myself with an actual camera, the settings and stuff got me a canon 4000d i'm still using that camera i think i I, i've reached the limits of what that camera can do but like um i just didn't have time it just sat for a whole year the thing and covid happened probably more than a year covid happened and i went uh fuck it i'm gonna give this a try and i just like went in hard
1: like hello camera my old friend
0: yeah basically and even with like all right well i need to make some environments like i can't do desk shots so then i watched a couple of tutorials and you know you see these great dial and you're like oh man that's gotta be so hard and then it's surprisingly once you figure out how what you're doing and sometimes you know i'm still learning but like
1: trial and error for sure
0: yeah it, it's actually a lot easier than you think. So then, when like some of these guys like spend like five hundred dollars on a dial, I'm like, you know, <laughs> I realize that probably maybe cost, maybe cost fifty to hundred bucks to make. Maybe if that. I've like, never
1: spent that much, but I have I have spent like close to two. Uh, I think the most I ever spent on a dial was like two fifty, and I got a pretty nice, a really big ass dial. Actually, it's probably one of the biggest dials I own. I got a really big ass dial and I got a couple of the articulated icons ninjas, so it was actually a pretty good deal for me. But yeah, yeah, considering it's only really like maybe thirty dollars worth of material, yeah. (laughs) If you can make it yourself, you were you're saving yourself.
0: How hard could this be? And then I watched some tutorials and went and started making stuff and I was like, it's a lot easier than I thought. But like the key
1: ingredient is time. And patience. If you don't have those two things, you, you might as well, you know, spend a little scratch. And that's that's yeah. the way I went.
0: Time, time, patience, and doing it. Like the first step is like you have to make Effort. yourself do it. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to try you, you you just do it. Like you never know. <clears throat> but I mean
1: it's a lot of fun too. I mean, like if you're looking for something to like you know, like a de stressor type of thing. Uh, toy photography is really great for that. And diorama building is also really great for that because both of those things like engage your mind enough to where you know you can like kind of let the other things in your life kind of you know, disappear from your mind while you focus on sure. you know. And
0: that that was Gundam building for me too. and then I just didn't have time to do that. And then that's a very toxic community. Um, it is. Um, but uh, I mean, it's I'm not gonna say it's not frustrating. I was definitely getting frustrated at first doing it because I'm still learning. I'm trying to do the stuff. Maybe it's uh, me. Maybe my problem was I was trying to go too big, too fast, <laughs> too soon. Super but, big. I mean, there, yeah. Like, there's like frustrate. There's definitely frustrations when you first start because you know, yeah. And I, I, it's probably just like skateboarding. The, the pros still like fuck up and fuck up just as much as me, except they could do harder tricks. Um, but like, I mean, they probably have the same problems where, you know, you got everything set up and one thing falls over and then it's like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you know, there's, there are like frustrating elements to it. Like when you first start and then like you said, patience and time, like eventually you figure it out. Um, I mean, not that that stuff doesn't still happen. Cause I mean, I've only been <clears throat> really like a hundred percent putting my, well with time and putting my a hundred percent. Effort into it. I mean, it's only been since what COVID started, what like April, May,
1: June, July, August, September—about wow, eight months.
0: Yeah, eight nine. I only have been doing it for eight or nine months, and I don't think I'm very good photography. I yeah, I don't. I don't think I. That's I'm really very
1: impressive, good. dude. Honestly, like, because I've been doing this for like seven years now, and like, uh, I always feel like. I've kind of hit a wall almost. Like uh, when I first started, there was a lot of things, you know, obviously that I didn't know and I had to work on. But like once I got to, you know, got the right amount of equipment and the right, you know, um, skills and everything, I felt like I kind of hit a wall. And I know now, I know like every now and then I'll hit pictures that I've like, holy shit, this like is really, really good. And I'm like impressed mm-hmm. by, by myself. But for the most part, like, it, it's been more often lately, actually, that I have been more impressed with my work than, like, in the last couple years. I was, like, especially last year, I felt like I didn't really produce that much work, um, mm. that much photography, or that much, you know, anything in at all. Like, not much photography, not many YouTube videos, wasn't really putting out much of anything, and, um, yeah, it's like like the creative bug wasn't there I felt like for a while and now since I kind of I kind of got that bug back it bit me again and I I've been like working harder and harder you know in the past few months and getting back into it with you know the geek out show and everything kind of being an inspiration for me like you know wanting to get back into this stuff and do more and more Um, and I feel like I've you know actually found a new you know more areas for improvement so like Whereas I felt like I had hit a wall like a year ago. I feel like I kind of opened myself up and, and been trying new things. And I and I want to keep pushing that envelope and trying new things. Like me and Carl have been talking quite a bit recently about like, you know, experimental photography and things like that. And experimenting and trying new things with your photography. And uh, it really got me thinking and wanting to try a lot of different stuff. So I really haven't put too much of that new stuff into play yet or tried too much of the new stuff. But I am looking at, you know um, – Trying out some new tools and new equipment and new lighting kind of Maybe some post editing things like that and working with you know more than just you know the basics of photography I want to kind of get a little more in-depth and a little more advanced and just try different things and more experimental and you know open up a new world yeah. of possibilities
0: sure, I mean I, I you know, There's like definitely like rules of photography, but then also there's times where you need to break the rules um, but like I, I can relate to what you're saying with like you felt um you hit a wall which is very much like i mean it's like weightlifting bodybuilders hit a wall they need to stop lifting for a little bit so then when they start lifting again they can break through that wall i think sometimes like with creativity sometimes you need to take a step back take a little break um you know and then try it again maybe you'll get a little rusty or you'll take a step back but then you'll notice you're going forward and then you break through that wall but also, <clears throat> me personally, it's, like, uh, I think, too, it helps is, like, uh, trying different things. You might want to go for a specific style. You know, you might, I mean, you always find people that you're influenced by, or, like, you might be aiming for a certain style. But, you know, you do that style, and then you hit a wall. I I always suggest like like even though I, I like for example i just took some portraits Like i was doing other stuff and i felt like i was getting a little like mm, like where you said like a wall so I was like let me try some ports like different types of photography too like or incorporating different types of photography into something that makes it different like um you know and maybe it gives you a different perspective on certain things or um, maybe you stumble upon a, a different type of style that you know you didn't try yet, or kind of like it, like freshes refreshes you. And when you go back to do that one thing you um, were trying to aim for, you might bring something new to it that you didn't think of, or like and you break through that wall. Um, you know, I always just, like because me my thing is. And I'm sure it is with everyone. It's like you never... I don't aim to be like anybody else. Um, I don't know if I could say I have my own style. Um, I admire a lot of stuff, like, in certain styles. Like, I admire what, like, pure, straight-up, you know, ACBA guys do. It's not really my thing, like, what I want to do, but I admire it a lot. Um honestly too is like i really admire what people could do with lego figures that's phenomenal um you know i think people don't give them a lot of credit but some of the shots people do with like legos are just are are stunning
1: legos and then like the miniatures too i love when people do like miniature photography with those those tiny little like almost like oh non-detailed little figurines and things like that
0: oh yeah um there's some stuff that's so phenomenal and creative that it's just like it's mind-blowing and it's like and you see some of those people doing these beautiful shots and they don't have that many followers and some of these shots like blows some of the most popular guys out of the water and they don't have that many likes and it's just like ugh, like uh you, really admire, you know i mean it's just like crazy um i mean i'm learning lately too it's like not that I ch- i was chasing likes but I'm sorry, like, anyway that says it's not about the likes, it's about the art. I, I'm also like, yeah, that's also because you have 5, 6, 10,000 followers, so you're going to get a 1,000 likes on your shot. So, yeah, you don't have to worry about likes anymore. But, like, I feel like also as an artist, you also always want to feel validated or at least people that like your stuff. You know what I mean? So I always felt like people that say that are kind of full of shit. You know, I say be, like... But at the same time, I get what they're saying, but at the same time, it's like when it comes to stuff like Instagram, it's like, well, you want to see people, you know, that people like what you're doing and and seeing, actually seeing your stuff. Um, And I mean, the whole thing with APA and starting that off is like me and Gil and a couple other people were getting frustrated with like, you know, we had decent amount of followers, but like we do some toy photography and we'd get like 20 likes. But then you see an Incredible Hulk in a potted plant and the guy's wet dog in the background with the hose, and it's got a thousand likes. And you're like, WTF, man. You know what I mean? So, I, uh, but I'm coming more around to, like, I'm not going to get upset if... I take a shot, and personally, in my opinion, I really like it think it's awesome, but I'm not going to get upset anymore if it doesn't get, like, a 1,000 or – not that I, ever, I only did that once, but, like, if it doesn't get more than 100 likes, I'm not going to get upset about it anymore. But at the same time, I just also feel like a lot of people that say, oh, it's not about the likes, it's about the art. I mean, yes, it should be about the art, but don't bullshit anyone saying that you don't like the likes. And if you don't care about the likes, it's because you have more than enough followers – that it doesn't matter anymore, you know. You're gonna get three thousand likes on anything. You could take a picture of Hulk shitting in a, a fucking Ant Man shitting in a cereal bowl, and you know, it, you're gonna get a thousand likes. You know what I mean? I mean that's the only thing I find frustrating a little bit. It's like just don't bullshit anybody because if you didn't want the likes,
1: you wouldn't be doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, anybody who says don't do it for likes, I mean. Yeah, that's pretty much bullshit. Because (laughs) why would you post it on Instagram if it wasn't for that reason? You know, what I mean, otherwise you just keep it to yourself.
0: Yeah, why is it on that? Why are you putting it on that platform?
1: Um, We all know what Instagram's about.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, I mean, Instagram is also frustrating with its algorithm because, like, I mean, sometimes you just you you could have a thousand followers and your shit never gets seen, like it's just, it's ridiculous, but anyway, enough about that, Um, like, with photography, I mean, sometimes it's just, it really does pay to experiment, and it's really hard sometimes to be, like I said, I always wanted to be, I don't want to be like everybody else, and I think a lot of people do want to be, don't want to be different, and it's very hard to be different, so I, I, like, I really feel like experiment just experiment
1: it is hard to be different and that was always like when, like talking about music earlier that was always my hard thing when i was singing was to try to come up with my own style and my own you know like i always wrote my own lyrics and everything like that but uh trying to find my own style was hard because not being able to play music or create music through like you know um guitars or anything like that it's really hard to find your own style when you can't, you know, play an instrument for yourself. So <laughs> sure. that, that, that makes um, it even know, harder.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I was in the same boat. Um, Cause then you have to rely on other people um, to be able to like whatever you have in your head to help you envision it. And then you kind of become <sighs> hostage to what their abilities and stuff like that, where, I mean, with this, um, and it's even with comic book art, like drawing, uh, I, you know, take your influence as a worm on your sleeve, but don't try to be exactly like them. You know what I mean? Like, it, I say, like, I always feel like, you know, like with drawing, like I said, like experiment, and you probably stumble upon your own style. Um, but, I mean, I can't really tell you 100%. There's people I admire but I don't really strive to want to do everything, do things that everyone else is doing like I said, I admire the guys that do the the ACBA but it's not my thing it's not what I'm going for but um, I admire it and I respect all of it Um, I don't know if I found that, some people have told me that like, oh I could tell when a picture is yours because you have a certain style and I was like OK, that's cool. It's, it's flattering, but I'm just, I feel like I haven't really hit that, that checked that box off yet. And it might take a long time, but I've, I've definitely seen improvement from when I first started to now. Um, and I'm sure you probably yourself have seen some improvement. But I guess in the long winded thing is when you hit that wall, like taking a step back or maybe experimenting really because it's for fun right
1: yeah um, i mean none of us are
0: making any money off of it <laughs> no and that's that's definitely not any of my goal like yeah okay everybody wants to grab that brass ring like or at least like oh you know maybe some companies will send me some free toys there, there's always that brass ring and if someone were just i'm sure to toss it to anyone no one would say no because it's about the art which it is about the art but if someone offered you the brass ring You'd be stupid to not take it. It's
1: like if somebody um, hands you the ball in football, you grab that shit and you run. <laughs> you, you don't drop yeah, the ball.
0: Uh, yeah, basically, you know what I mean. Um, like, it shouldn't be the reason why you're doing it. And it's certainly not the reason why I'm doing it. I, I, really, it's more therapeutic and creative because you know I used to be able to draw really good. I haven't done it in fifteen, twenty years. I've lost so much it would take probably another decade to, to to get it all back and maybe be a little bit better, but with this, it's like I don't have to rely on that. I could be creative with uh, I guess you could say other people's work. I'm taking <laughs> taking um, an action figure someone else made and then creating my own art with it. Um, it's just a tool.:
1: It's to great. Yeah. Your art. Yeah.
0: I mean, the I, figures are the
1: pencils. The camera is the paper.
0: Basically, yeah. I mean, um, it's very therapeutic too.
1: Um, time just flies when you're doing this shit. Like, <laughs> uh, I swear, I mean, hours will pass by. And my lady's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah, just two more shots, and I'm I'm done." <laughs> and I've already taken like and it's, it's fifty to a hundred um, shots.
0: See, that's and it's weird how that happens with photograph toy photography. I mean, the other day, just doing this portraits. That I did of the which I haven't posted all of them. I only posted one on my on Echo's Dork. Then with the arcade machine behind Scary Spider, like it took me all day. And I had an initial, but this is taking from the uh, image in my head and trying to visualize it, and then bring it to life, and then being like, okay, well that's not gonna work, or I can't make that work, maybe because of my skill set or just it, it's not working and i just played with everything and it took me all day and time flew so fast it was ridiculous but then when i build gundams uh, and that's the thing too like especially when working two jobs and being stressed out like i always feel like i don't have enough time i don't have enough time and when i did get some time i'd build a gundam and i'd actually like slow time down which was interesting on the opposite end of the spectrum because it felt like time was just going so fast. And then I built a Gundam and it felt like it uh, has to be three hours by now. And it's like, oh no, it's only been a half hour. You're like, what? Um,
1: <laughs> I only built the arm. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or no, like even like I get further than that. And it's like, you felt like you're, you're, you're building it for like hours, but time hadn't gone by that much. And it was. You must just be
1: really good at building those things. I think.
0: Well, the only way to get good at something is to keep doing it. So eventually, you get better. Uh, you really Get it jerking off, right, You know, <laughs> you get real good. Take two seconds. Boom! Get that like, record wow. time. <laughs> yeah, like break the sound barrier. Look at the flick of the wrist. <laughs> but yeah, I hope I, my just talking about it's like not like long winded or boring for anybody. But um, I just found like. I made a lot of progress through playing and there's tutorials and yeah, I'm not going to lie. I watch some tutorials. I don't know everything. Like in the only way, really, I can't afford to go to photography classes and shit like that. And you get know, you people you can rely on and ask questions and they could teach you a little bit. But I mean, we're in the age of the internet. You could find out how to do anything, you know, really. Uh, so I'll watch, and it's not even toy photography tutorials. It's just basic photography tutorials i mean i find in my opinion and someone could say you're wrong you know what the fuck you're talking about noob and i'll be like okay you're right but personally i find one of the biggest 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 keys in it and i was terrible at it in the beginning is lighting lighting mm-hmm. will make or break fucking anything and that atmosphere shit's cool and that helps um it definitely adds something to it i mean i i've been using a smog machine and then i'm buying this blue smoke pen like cigarette red things just for the smoke to add something to it um that's cool but like
1: but even when like, you're using those if you don't use those properly it'll actually mess up your shot make it grainy
0: yeah yeah. I mean, and that's like i think uh a product of using too much yeah. you know um, or just using it
1: in the wrong ways like putting it in the wrong areas and things like that
0: yeah especially how you ha- have stuff lit you know i mean first time experimenting with the atmosphere stuff i wasn't getting this cool like light glare uh light glare like uh the we're Like the, the beams light.
1: of light and stuff like that Yeah, the yeah.
0: beams of light and then i realized this is at the wrong angle and the line showing like the light shining in the wrong way yeah, and I sprayed it, and went, "Oh, holy shit!" Like one of my the, like, like earlier earlier shots of the like atmosphere, like the Daredevil Hot Toys one with the light gleams, and he's killed, like beating the crap out of the ninja. That took me forever because <laughs> there's no one, there's no no one tells you how to use that
1: stuff correctly. How do I get that look? They just, oh, you just spray it.
2: No,
0: just,
1: just go crazy. <laughs> just yeah, have fun. Just
0: Make just sure you it. ventilate your
1: house because you'll die. Uh, have think, oh, have fun.
0: And they don't tell you that everything gets If you use too much, everything's wet after. Don't light up like, a cigarette; you'll blow yeah, up your house. <laughs> super wet after using that stuff, and I—I I mean, not knowing how to use it, I'm not gonna lie. People probably laugh at me. But like, dude, I went through like two cans in like just trying to get like sh- shot. I'm like, what oh, am damn, I doing bro.
1: wrong? <laughs> I'm like, I wonder of your shits wet, bro. I haven't even used my first can all the way. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude, I was going ham because. I was thinking it was a lot of frustration because I wasn't getting those cool light beams that
1: I wanted you so bad. <clears throat> no, no, no. You're spraying it by hand, aren't you?
0: Uh, I was in a yeah, I was like in a little room.
1: Like you need my gun. huh? You need the little spray gun that they sell with it. Yeah, probably. That makes it a lot easier.
0: A lot of it too for me was just like
1: because they don't explain it to you. No, know. and you don't know. Like, like the main thing is you like if you want a certain look. You have to sh- sh- uh, shoot it a certain way with the lighting in a certain place. So, like, if yeah, exactly. you have fog backlit, you have to have the light behind the fog. So, you know what I mean? Like, so you, it's hard to hit it like that, though, too, because you don't want the light showing up in your in your photo. You know, you don't want to see the actual physical light in your photo. You just want the beams of light coming into the photo. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, that's where it yeah. creates a really difficult, you know, uh, situation. Yeah
0: in two seconds you pretty much explained exactly what i was trying to say for the last ten um <laughs> but yeah like it, it, that's why i no, no one's there to tell you that stuff you know and how that stuff works or what to do right and like it's i realized after hours oh shit i gotta like change the light this little these little vents where the light's shining through need to be at a certain angle in the camera that's why i'm not picking any of that stuff up or getting the look i want but oh, when
1: you hit man. it, it feels so satisfying, right? When you get that shot and it comes out the way you want it to, and and you're just like, holy shit! I think I got it, and you just get like super excited, and you you take like five or six more shots just to make yeah. sure you got it. Like, can I keep and doing then, it? Can I keep doing it? Then, okay, cool. <laughs> you know.
0: And then it and then it really sucks is like because when especially when you don't know any better and you're like still learning and you think it's in focus.
1: Oh. And then you, yeah. you finally
0: like get the photos. You're like, oh, it's gonna be a badass shot. Like and then you go to guys, your
1: you go to your PC later after you've already disassembled everything and you start uploading I, and every oh, shot's blurry.
0: Oh yeah, like it's like yeah, his his shoulders in focus and you thought your space was like like uh, that's one thing I mean just like and I'm still new and I'm still learning and take you know, you can take my advice or not, anyone that's listening is like I've learned the hard way. Don't break anything
1: down right away no upload your photos first double check them in post and then go back to the board if you need to hit them again because one thing i'll notice more often than not is like either a a joint is like backwards or like a pose looks completely wrong or you know a foot's not planted completely it'll always be something really minute but if if you're looking for it and you see it you can't unsee it after that moment and you're like okay i gotta fix it. oh
0: yeah i mean well i mean I know ACBA guys are frown on post stuff, um, but like I took a doom shot. uh, it looked badass. And then I was in such a rush because I was so jazzed about this fucking shot. And it was everything was in focus. It looked great. I forgot to edit out the goddamn blue sticky tack.
1: Uh, and see, it- and like, as far as ACBA goes, like they're not really against Photoshop per se. What they're against is like adding extra effect like overdoing your photoshop like okay if you edit out a stand and it looks good more power to you if if you edit out a stand and your pose still looks like shit then why did you even use a stand okay like if you're gonna use photoshop and you're gonna use it to edit the stands away then make sure your poses look amazing because you have a stand there's no reason your pose shouldn't look as badass as it possibly can
0: yeah. And then you well, edit the
1: standout and now it actually looks like your character is midair flying and it looks I good.
0: I guess in my personal taste, and this is just me, but the other thing, like you said, um when people add digital effects to stuff kind of irks me. Because here's my my thing. It's like, I want to create something that is an actual practical effect. I mean, I even had someone comment on my one thing and then the response was like, open eyes. Cause they used a term and I wasn't familiar with the term and I assumed that they were saying, Oh great. E-, like edit, like, like I edited it in this effect. And I went, what edit? And they're like practical without like the, that emoji with the w- eyes, like op- wide open. I was like, yeah, that's in camera, dude. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a dick. I didn't understand your terminology. I'm still learning. Well, I don't know. Like,
1: technical. what was but, it? Like, what did they say?
0: Oh, like oh, you that's awesome. Uh, I forget. They just like it was some term, which I took it as like, oh, did they think they edited that in? And I guess they assumed that they did because they 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 question marks practical with the oh why eyes wide open
1: thing. Like, oh, I think it's
0: probably. Like, I think it was probably a, a light painting one. Maybe I think it might have been a light painting.
1: Yeah, see, like, the the thing is, like, the ACBA frowns on, like, adding digital effects or adding, like, going over the top with, you know, adding things. Like, if you touch up your lighting a little bit, if you, uh, like, mess with your saturation or your contrast or something, no one's going to bite off your head in ACBA for that. The Uh, one thing we don't like, the one thing that they mainly don't like is when you're just, like, using Photoshop insanely and it's like these things you could have done on your own without photoshop so why like you know it's if it can be done tangibly do it tangibly that's what acba preaches most most above all
0: that's the thing i think in my personal taste, it's like i think some people have great great shots but then they edit in like digital sparks and digital ashes you could tell it's digital yeah i mean it it looks like a like a point and click filter you know because it's always the same angles and spots at the same time and i'm just kind of like oh man i feel like you kind of overdid it with this like they could have just done something practical maybe they can't because they can't go outside with a sparkler or something and that's that i've done
1: that but um
0: there's is one guy fun?
1: I follow who does a lot of that stuff, and it kind of almost borders on, like, is it too much to me sometimes? But, like, mm-hmm. he has such a good, uh, he's, like, so good at using it that it most times appears, like, it looks like it all belongs together. Uh, I don't know if you've, you've probably followed him, or you maybe heard of him. His name is Ayo Watu.:
0: Oh, no, he's fantastic.
1: Like, okay, so with him, like, I I really enjoy his style when he does his edits and everything. Uh, But the main thing I notice is that he blends the figures to, like, kind of match the effects. So if you ever notice, his figures don't look like figures because he uses his Photoshop blending skills and things to kind of blend away a lot of the joints and things to make the figure almost look like it's not an action figure or it's not plastic. And then he kind of blends in all his other effects to fit with the color or you know the um texture of whatever the figure he's shooting so then it gives it more of a you know it looks like it all belongs together does that make sense
0: yeah yeah no i uh
1: his style um it's very heavily edited though his style is one of the most heavily edited styles i've noticed over any person i follow but he does it so well that it it just blends into his style. It becomes his style. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah.
0: No. It's, yeah. No. His shots are beautiful. Um, I've been following him for a long time now, not that he knows who the fuck I am, but uh, no, he's got great like great stuff. Um, some of his style too. Another guy I really digging on, and I think just like some of his stuff needs to be made in the posters, is Mister Lee. If you're following him at all,
1: Mister Lee. Um uh, let me check. <clears throat> three,
0: three L's. He's got some shots, and some of Iowa, too, like, just the coloring and, like, everything. This guy, he's great, too, Mr. Lee. I can send you one of his.
1: Yeah, you're probably going to have to, because some other weirdo popped up. Is it Mr. Dot Lee? Oh, it's
0: four Lees. I'm sorry, Mr. It's just Mr. Lee for, and then through uh, four E's. Um, oh, four
1: power. E's. Oh, okay. That you said, yeah, four, or, hours ever. Like Lee,
0: like his style and I think I, I think he's phenomenal. Um, he's got some. If you scroll down, like two is like, he's got some like Dark Knight, uh, returns Batman figures, where it's like, how DC should pay him to, make a poster of that like, or he should print them out and sell them as posters, because they're so phenomenal looking. He's another one that's like wow like i wish one day i could get on that level and also, okay i think or, i
1: found him he has this phantom x shot with all the lasers pointing on him it's like towards the top of his timeline
0: yes yes yes
1: okay yeah but, i don't follow him actually so that's
0: uh, yeah i would give him a follow i mean and there's stuff like if you scroll down there's some batman photos like his lighting's phenomenal. Like Yeah, he, he does he no, tried... he does
1: a really cool job. Like I'm checking out this um armored bats and the way he lit up the eyes and just his use of shadows and stuff. It's really nice. And I, I really respect people who have a really good control over like their play between light and shadow. And uh, that's something I always try to strive for. But um I, I respect it more when it isn't done through editing though. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. if someone can tangibly get their lighting to be really dramatic or, you know, really intense and vibrant, I really appreciate that more than an edit because in post, a lot of people can kind of recreate those type of lighting situations, but intangible, it's really hard to do. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, this guy, I mean, he's got some photos that are probably less stuff in post. I I just think he's really good.
1: I think he, he just has got- a really good eye for things too. Cause I really like his, um, his samurai shot where he has a samurai against the blue background with like the crows flying away and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's just super simple, but just very beautiful and like very cinematic.
0: Yeah. He's got, I wish I could produce images this sharp, like in like, uh, there's some dark night photos. I like was talking to him and I was like, dude, and he was kind of like, Oh, thanks so much. And they were like, he was so appreciative. Nice. I guess no one said anything to him. I was like, dude, this should be on a comic book cover or a poster. You need to print this out and sell it. I don't think I'm that good yet. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, like
1: this uh, the Spider-Man noir shot is just freaking insane. It looks more like a uh, digital rendering than a photo of a figure. And that's what Iowatu is really good at, too. He almost makes the figures look like digital renderings, you know, when he's done with them. That's yeah. true.
0: Yeah, I mean... Plus, I mean, yeah, their 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 editing skills are phenomenal. I wish I was that good at editing. I think uh, I just we, re- could,
1: we could get to be this good, though. That's one of the things too. You know, all this does is it takes practice, just like photography.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, also, there's so many things that factor in. I mean, yes. I mean, you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, and it's true. not it's not just about like camera, but also a big thing in photography is investing in class. A lot of my earlier shots, I was just using that cheap old kit lens. And then when I got a 50, like I I spent a little bit of money and got a a nifty 50, and then I got an 85 millimeter. And I could see the difference just with the changing of lenses. Um, But I think I've reached the limit of my my camera, and I want to upgrade. Either I'll I'll do a modest upgrade, or I'm going to get a camera that could be my camera for a very long time. Yeah, I hear you. you know, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't never need another camera for a long time unless it broke or became so out of date.
1: We're ten years later, type hard. of deal.
0: Yeah. Um, or you
1: just become unhappy with it.
0: Yeah, I, and I've always had a Canon camera, even when I was in school. So I, I'm very, very uh, hesitant to, to like get away from Canon. Canon I You're guess
1: because your brand loyal.
0: I guess because well, maybe it's also laziness it's like i know it so well
1: <laughs> no i All mean right. it has a certain user friendliness to it it's like switching from like a samsung to an iphone or something you know there's always a learning curve
0: yeah i'm sending you one of him that like i i think i messaged him on this one it's like this needs to be a poster I uh, like- i've
1: actually just been like scrolling through his page and like liking everything i can't i, I just realized it <laughs> i've been doing it like really blankly <laughs> oh no, yeah, no, that's that's really amazing. dumb um See, and I think, like, uh, someone like me or you, where we start off with, like, you know, really, really solid basics, like, really solid posing, really solid lighting, like, this is just another step up for us, you know? Like, this is just, like, now we just got to figure out how to, like, work our editing skills, you know? And then we could uh, we could be producing things like this just as easily because we already have a lot of the other aspects of this down, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, um, I've gotten, uh, I think I've been getting better at editing, um... I also I mean I do a lot of stuff on my phone cuz I can just transfer everything to my phone and I have so many programs on my phone. Um I've been getting better at editing and I've been not getting it. I'm sure I can't do is create edits on like these guys do like without a computer my actual my computer which I have programs I'm just lazy to learn. Um I think I've been getting better to, at um post-editing. Um also i've stepped away from presets and am watching tutorials on how to edit and little things you can do um to get away from like you know going into this program and just hitting this filter and then you know like actually sitting there and like you know dissecting the photo and tweaking little things here and there without going through presets and stuff like that and i feel like some of my stuff's a little bit better than it was or at least has a little bit more of a natural look I mean just like going into editing and learning like playing with your S curve and stuff like that could really like the Scarlet Spider I like it I don't know if anybody else likes it but the the, the most recent poetry I did I want like I wanted my blacks to have like a, a cinematic feel to the blacks where it's not like deep dark black there's like a the graininess to look, it like a bluish to it not so much green, but there's like almost like a bluish to it. it's not like a solid black like it's got a film kind of quality like a movie film like kind a of filter quality. to it almost yeah and that's what i did with um the scarlet Spar- spider portrait and that's really like going in and messing with your s curves a little bit like and I'm not saying, like, going crazy. Like, it's just little tweaks. Like, it helps. Like, even with the, the shot before that, with the light painting, with the uh, advanced suit Spider-Man, like, of light painting, like, in a circle around them. Like, that black before, that behind there uh, probably was a lot more clear, but uh, just messing with the S-curve and lighting, because they didn't really want what's behind them to be seen. So just tweaking things here and there. Like, I got the look I wanted. You know what I mean? Because I wanted the look. If I could show you the original. I'll message you the original if I still have it.
1: Honestly, I've been really liking a lot of your uh, landscape photography or your, like, uh, building photography lately, too.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's with my cell phone, dude.
1: That All shit's right, super clean.
0: Here's the original and... Here's
1: the one I edited. Oh, yeah. I was just looking at that. I really love the light painting in that one. But, um, so the original is the top? Yeah. See, so, yeah, I like the way you darken things up in the bottom and the kind of background disappears. So that's nice. And it kind of, um, makes the illumination stand out more and the spider on his chest and eyes pop out more and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. It looks I good. Little things like that I've been, uh, learning. Looks like
1: like it kind of changed the positioning of him just a tad bit too. No, maybe I'm tripping. No, it just blocked out some of the colors. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not, nothing's changed. It's just it darkened things where I wanted them to be darkened
1: more. Um, Oh, it looks cool.
0: I mean, that first one, I I could have been like, that's it, and not touched it. You know, because that shot's actually really, really clean. It's
1: not bad at all, yeah. Um But it just adds a little more with what the edit you did, I feel like. It,
0: to me, it looks cinematic to me. It looks like I paused pause on a movie.
1: Yeah, the first one looks like a toy, and the second one looks like, yeah, something out of a movie or, a, or something, you know, a video game or something.
0: Yeah, um... I, that's one of the things I've always been really been going for. Um... Especially like in my older shots like there's a shot with i think you actually liked one of them with spider man kneeling down and there's the silhouette of the punisher behind him there's some
1: shot they're older
0: i think you like you made you commented that's also what i was going for with that that uh batman and snake eyes one i want to look like i pressed pause on a movie um yeah the spider-man kneeling down and there's like a figure behind him so that's when i use atmosphere the right way that one i feel like because the focus is drawn right on spider-man's head i one thing i, I mean it might be a good thing or a bad thing but i do notice i like to do the dutch tilt a lot i don't know why i i don't know maybe my head's crooked but i just feel like pictures look awesome that way and i I might, well it, it like, creates
1: that dynamic angle
0: yeah, I, I do it a lot. The Dutch tilt. I mean, that's
1: more of like a like movie film term. But I feel like I don't do it very often. I I, I feel like I shoot things straight on a lot of times. I mean, I try to do like you know some angles and stuff here and there. But I like I have to try to get out of the uh, habit of trying to like shoot things dead on or from a straight angle. But I feel like I've been getting a lot better at that lately, though. Too, I feel like I've been like pretty good at varying up my shots and changing up my lighting and my different, you know, styles and things lately, so. Yeah, see, I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to say I'm different than everybody else, but probably a lot of people do the same way. It's like, I'll
0: have an idea in my head, and whether it's working or not, I also like to play, so I'll move my, my tripod around and take, like, multiple shots from different angles, not just, like, from what I have in my head. and You know, I'll try doing, like, Sometimes I'll try like definitely incorporating the rule of like thirds and stuff like that. And, you know, but like, I, I mainly just play with something like with angles. I like to play a lot with angles and stuff like that. Or maybe I'll move a guy just a little bit over and shoot from a different angle or um, like I have this whole scene in my head and then I'll I'll just zoom in and get real close and like take a shot. And I'm like, Dude, that looks way more badass than what I had in my head. Like, I just like it. Um, I don't know. Apply. I, I always like to say, just play. That's my one advice: play, have fun with it.
1: I mean, they're toys. That's what they're made for.
0: <laughs> yeah, even if like your setup, like you don't have to move your setup around too much, but like play, take move you your camera around. Yeah, yeah, like you try a play.
1: high angle, try a low angle, try you know a wide yeah. angle, a close angle. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, because some of my early-on shots, especially like the Hot Toys and the Scarlet Spider, there's one one shot. And more like, light,
1: less light. You know, play around with your lighting while you have the same setup.
0: Well, especially with lighting, like, you have to play. I really a like, lot. You, yeah, like, you really have to play. Like, definitely watch tutorials on portrait taking and, like, just lighting. Even, like, watching tutorials on how to photograph cars is a cool one to learn lighting off of lighting's the biggest i feel like can really make or break things um but also like playing around with lighting because like you might move something a different way or like i've been really like you see guys do like put the white the white board in front of them and the lights coming past and shining off and illuminating his head but then I'll, I'll also sometimes get a little like um it's actually from a box. We used to get mail, um, like, grocery recipes, like, the ingredients to cook. And it would come in with a dry ice, and the inside was another box, and it was lined with, like, reflective aluminum-looking stuff. So, And I took that and ripped that, and I have a panel. So, like, now, like, I'll reflect light onto a figure and stuff like that, too.
1: Yeah, so it comes off kind of diffused or what?
0: Yeah, diffused or like... Or
1: with like a warped.
0: Yeah, well, it's... I don't have that many lights. So I need to... Like, I I want... Like, I'll have the backdrop lit a certain way, certain things, certain places to get the effect I want. But then I don't have any more lights. Uh, And I want you to see his face. So I'll get that... Something that's reflective and angle it. Bounce it bounce the light from one thing so it hits that and then bounces the front of them that and like just show like slowing down my aperture for a little bit um like especially when you do light painting and i've seen some guys do it and i've been trying it is also like getting a light and moving it around over them the figure and it makes them pop a lot like i haven't really mastered yeah
1: you can like do rim lighting and stuff like that (laughs) yeah right
0: It's yeah, it's really cool. Like,
1: you can take like a blue light and like illuminate the like give your figure like an aura, like a blue aura if you do it right. It's hard though. It's a really hard technique. That's why like every time I see the ones that you pull off, I'm like, dude, that's really nice. Like, that's really impressive because that's it's a really hard thing to do. It takes a lot of patience, a lot of tries, trial and error.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I'll like I'll come up with it. I'm sure I'll like. I'm not probably. I'm just. I'm sure a lot of people do it. I just sent you one of an old shot, and this one got a lot of likes, and I had my initial idea, and this was just me. This shot came about, and I love it. Um, I wish I had a better lens at the time because it's so grainy. I don't, like, you zoom in, and it's just, I mean, it's, it's what I it see. It's just like when I, I didn't know how to use the 50-50 yet. I just, I got it. Cause it was recommended and it was like and it was cool it was fun but like i didn't really know the range the vocal range of it yet and stuff and just learning the lens but this shot i love it but it was by complete accident i didn't plan this shot i have i had planned for a much bigger shot and then the way this one i sent it to you um like it's I probably like it. one of my it's probably one of my favorite scarlet spider shots and i wish i could re- find the time to recreate it but have it be sharper
1: i was gonna say i think you could do more justice to it now
0: yeah i I would like it would be fun to go back a year from now and redo photos that i first started like i first tried to take and see and have a compare and contrast like see how it all
1: came out i mean there's some photos that i just love but they're so
0: fucking grainy
1: Yeah, me me and Geeky were talking about that on my last round of Majors Picks. We were uh, talking about how it'd be really cool to, like, take an old shot we did years ago and then redo it and just see how far we've come with our, you know, skills. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, exactly. And part part of the problem with the grain is not knowing, one, how to edit, to what Instagram and stuff does to your photo. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it is, like, it was not sized right. It got, like, kind of, what's the word they use? It lost its resolution. It lost stuff when it got transferred to Instagram doing whatever they do. So, like, from far away, it looks really cool. But if you zoom in a little bit, it's like, ooh, 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 ooh. You know, it looks like I'm looking through sand at him or something. It's just grainy as shit. Um, I'd love to redo some of those Hot Toys Spider-Man shots. But that's enough about me, man. We're gone for a while. This is gonna be like the longest coffee bean ever.
1: Maybe we should wrap it up. Yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. a lot of editing to do. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, <laughs> I'm not gonna edit any of it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna send <sighs> it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man, his head would explode. That's so much work.
1: No, I'm um, not. Like I'm saying, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm probably not gonna edit most of this. So I'll probably take out like a little part here and there. But other than that, I mean, most of it was pretty, pretty good. I don't see no need to cut most of it. You know. Yeah, you probably could cut it into two episodes for sure. Yeah, let's maybe do that part one and part two. I think that'd be a good idea.
0: Yeah. Like, the first uh,
1: part will be all about music. The second part will be all about photography.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I didn't mean to, like, uh, like control most of the conversation. I felt like I just, because I could talk, and I could just talk and talk and talk. Well,
1: I'm pretty sure I talked most of the um, top ten, so it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think we both got our equals uh, airtime there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm still learning, and I'm not going to say everything I said is right, but I just know what's been working for me right now, and I, I, honestly, I, just, I suggest that, and this isn't me saying to you, because I, I think you're better than me, of uh, me saying, anybody getting into it and doing it, have fun doing it, experiment, play, like, play with your camera, play with the angles, like, experiment you know what I mean? Like, have fun doing it. Because if you're not having fun doing it, you don't want to do it at all. And there's going to be times where it's not fun. It's frustrating. You set something up. Oh, your wall that you made fell over, knocked over all the figures you had, mm-hmm. trying to fucking put it back. And it's just like, oh, you want to start snapping figures in half. I've gotten there. Um, like, in the very beginning, it just was like. Oh, it's like oh, you just so desperately want the shot, and you know it would be cool, but like everything, and it's and that's also one of the time where you gotta be like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna just walk away. Maybe I'll come <laughs> back in a few hours.
1: Have a drink maybe of water. I'll,
0: maybe I'll come back in a day. And uh, you know, I definitely feel like don't break your shit down yet. Especially like I, like like we said, like with editing, you find out your shit's not focused. And you're like, God damn! And you broke everything away, but then. Also, I mean, there's times where I thought I had something cool, and I'm like, yeah, and then I walked away, I thought about it, and then a day later, I had this, like, this this little click in my head, and I went back, and I was thankful I didn't break my shit down. I mean, I thought I had so- something cool, and then, like, I thought it was awesome the way it was, and then someone just pointed something out, hey, you know, this would, if you did this, and I really stared at it, I was like, fuck the fight. Um... You know, after taking t- stepping back and realizing, you know, I noticed too what helps is there's little details that people don't do that really could set off the figure. And that's even by simply throwing sand on the ground. Like there's just little things, tiny little things that you can add that make it, it, it like you don't, it seems insignificant, but really it comparing to what you wanted and then just adding that little thing so now after i get an initial setup i think well what can i add to make this more i guess realistic or add more to it you know and then I, i've been like just putting shit really close to the camera to add more depth and i don't know like just play and add little things throw some stuff on the ground like and i do not mean just throw some stuff on the ground but like add things to the ground You know, there's a lot of guys that have so many cool props, like, newspapers and stuff. They've had, like, looks like that's blown around the ground. I wish I had. But, you know, I mean, just, just, I've learned that, like, there's little things. And I think that's one, I mean, Gil was busting my chops earlier this evening um, about all my snake eyes photos. But one of my favorite photos that I ever did of snake eyes, and it's really one after someone me something and pointing something out for a totally different photo that I really felt like ah oh, the details all the little insignificant details that you wouldn't think of. And one of my favorite shots the, the snake eyes one because it just it clicked on my head and I did it is the one where he's against the pillar with the bloody sword and I was just that's when I started like okay I'm gonna add this to the ground and this and then you want ah oh, I'm gonna add a bunch of shhrkin and shit like that to the wall. Like, they were all thrown at him when he was standing there and went around him. Like, it's just a small little stupid thing. Not stupid. It's not stupid. The wrong choice of words. But you know you know what I'm saying. There's little little things that you could add that really make it go, oh, shit. Like, cause it could have been just a plain, plain, very dull picture of snake eyes against the pillar with some ninjas, but then adding these stupid little... I keep saying stupid. It's because I'm tired of being lazy with my words. There's these little things that, like add so much to the
1: photo yeah Yeah, i mean there is such a thing as too much yeah yeah less is more so like yeah don't go too crazy yeah less
0: is well it's a fine balance it's like less is more but then sometimes there's not enough True. like it's like finding that happy medium like because like know the
1: environment you want to set up i think is a good key like, is this taking place in downtown, dirty, dingy, you know, like the back alley of San Francisco? Or is this like, you know, in a suburb neighborhood where, you know, like there's not that much traffic, you know, things like that. Like, you really got to think about the environment you're setting up and what should belong there, too. Because, like, if you're in a graveyard, um, you don't want, like, a box of fruity pebbles laying on the graveyard, you know, grass, you know, yes, across yes. or some skulls or some dirt or some rats or, you know, there's more fitting things, leaves, things like that, you know? you got to think of yeah
0: yeah a hundred percent and then there's also little things that people might not pick up on but it's in the photo and it adds so much more that maybe some people don't pick up on but it 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 wouldn't have been there if it wasn't there you know what i'm saying like it's just some stuff that like maybe not everyone's gonna notice but it's there and it does help the photo I and mean, the people like who
1: are gonna notice you know those are the people that you're trying to like you know those are the people that you want to notice anyways because they're the ones who are examining it hard enough to notice these kind of things those are the true fans the people that like they don't just glance at an image and pass it by hit the like button pass it by they look at the image they're like oh how do you do that what's that figure he's using there oh do i know where you got these props from you know like the real fans are really in-depth looking at your things because most of the time they like, oh, that's really cool, where to get that prop from, you know, or like, oh, what figure is that? I've never seen it, you know? Like, usually if you have a fan observing your work, they're really looking into it because they like what's going into it and they want to know what you did to get, you know, the results you got.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, There's stuff I I put in shots no one's picked up on, and and sometimes it it gets a little cut out because I change angles and stuff like that, but for a while, too, it's like, with the whole time with like people not being able to get NECA turtle, like the turtle figures and stuff like that from the dollar store, I got one of those little, little like dollar baggy Ninja Turtles and I put them in the trash and the trash can in a shot. And I don't know if anybody's <laughs> ever noticed that I have the Ninja Turtle and it, it's around that time. So I was like, oh, someone's going to pick up on this.
1: No one no, ever not, did.
0: Yeah, no, no one ever noticed I have a Ninja Turtle in the trash. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just my way. Like, maybe I'm the only one that will get it, but I know
1: it's there. <laughs> it's like a little Easter egg.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like doing little stupid stuff like that. Uh, But, all right. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, I think it's time we wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep, as you can
0: see, I can keep, keep going. I, yeah, I'll, me like,
1: too. I, but, I mean, I'll I'm uh, about talking. hitting my wall now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'll fall asleep this here. It's like 5.30 in the morning.
1: I feel like Carl's uh, going to be sleeping, but just still talking. Like, his eyes are closed, but he's just still talking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, he, is he dreaming? But, uh, I'll do a little outro.
1: Well, let's, uh, yeah, let's do some shout-outs and do some outros. Uh,
0: well, this is probably the longest coffee bean we've ever had. Seth would probably be jealous, because he loves these long conversations. Uh, but, uh. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You can find me at Echo's Dork Den on Instagram. Uh, You can find me, Ramos, Fat, Gil, and Strawberry Fields Toy Photography at Nonna's Plastic Addicts. Uh, You can listen to me on on the Nerdicons podcast, as well as what you're doing right now at Carl's Coffee Bean Derp. Uh, And, uh, yeah, major reaction. Thank you for being on. I appreciate it, dude. It was a lot of fun, dude.
1: Thanks for having me, Carl. It's great to actually like you know hang out and get to talk to you through more than just you know uh, instant message and voice messages over instant messenger. So that's nice. Um, I've always wanted to talk to you because I know we share a lot of similar interests in music and things like that. I know uh, me and you are probably two of the only ones that are like really heavy into like rock music and things like that. So that's cool. Right. Um, yeah, and I've just I, I know we've been trying to get this hooked up for the last few months since you know i joined the network so um it's cool to finally be able to talk to you you know outside of a um 10-person podcast so that's cool Um, you guys can find me on the geek out show every week Um, you can find me on my youtube channel major reaction that's where i uh do the video cast for majors picks Um, and you can find the audio version of that on the Geeky Out Network on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, Podbean. uh, I don't know about Podbean, but pretty much anywhere you find your podcast, you can find us. Um, Yeah, and that's all. Thanks for having me on, Carl.
0: Hey, thanks for coming on. Um, And guys, uh, I'm going to close out, say goodbye now with my uh, Nerdicon sign out. Uh, Remember to keep your details dust free, your, your figures posed dynamically, and your comics bad and boarded. And, you know, drink some coffee once in a while,
1: right? Later. Peace. Don't forget to stay geeked up and geek out. <laughs> I love to do that when I can, because Gil doesn't let me do it on the regular show.
0: <laughs> nice. All right.
1: Well, we
0: got to do this again sometime, man. I, I'm glad, I, I'm happy it worked out the way it did and you were down, because, like, I'm, last time it just, you know, schedules. So yeah, everything kind of just perfectly. turned to
1: shit. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm glad you were able to, I'm glad I, yeah, I, it worked out perfect this time. I didn't think we were going to go this long, but hell yeah, <laughs> I'm down, I'm glad we did.
0: Maybe yeah, we'll just I going to
1: be a two-parter. I,
0: I, I mean, I feel it. it's, it's a, uh, I think it was a good episode. There was never a dull, really moment, besides when you went to go pee, but that's not your fault, that's your bladder's fault. Yeah, sorry, uh, dude, I'm, I'm getting old, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got you, dude. Like, uh, but, no, I mean, that went fast. Like, it felt like we just started talking, like, you know what I mean? So uh, if it wasn't for the whole
1: podcast before that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, right. Uh, Shit, like, I don't know. I think it would be a good listen. I like every episode. I think we all, we have some funny moments.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love when we're all together and we're just, like, all going off each other and stuff. I wish, I wish we could kind of delve into that some more on the Geek Out show, but I feel like they always want to stay, like, to a time limit and they kind of want to just keep it to script, so, you know and it I doesn't it. i understand they all got shit to do too and i and i do too my lady gets kind of pissed sometimes when i'm like going on and on she's like dude i thought you said it was gonna be like a half an hour more i'm like eh, yeah i know she's like then shut up <laughs> stop saying stupid <laughs> yeah and like...
0: well that's where like Nerdicons, we have a format but we allow each other like some some time to like uh go down rabbit holes a little bit and stuff and like really talk i'm sure you listen like it's yeah, like formatted, but we're happened. not like I try to listen
1: to you guys on your channel and on our channel just to make sure you guys like get double, like, you know, just so you're getting like the listen everywhere you're at.
0: Nice. I appreciate it. But I try uh, to do
1: it for everybody if I can, because like I got the Spotify app. I got like the Apple podcast app. So I try to listen to them on the different apps, too. It's like a lot of times I'll be like doing stuff and I'll just put the podcast on. So like sometimes I'll miss like a whole, you know, 20 minutes of the podcast and just then I'll just throw it on on a different app and. Listen to it while I'm driving to work or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool, I, I totally missed that whole segment. Like, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, I feel because like, sometimes you get transfixed and you're listening but you're not listening. I have there's times where I have to listen to podcasts over again. Or
1: like no, I'll I'm... I'll I'll have a podcast on and I'll start reading comic books and I'll just start paying attention to my comics more than the you know, the cast or whatever.
0: Oh yeah, like sometimes when I'm trying to shoot stuff, um um like i'll put on a podcast and it's just like fuck i missed that entire conversation because it becomes black or the background noise yeah
1: it's the little white so
0: that's also why i started listening to not also but when i listen to my 80s synth music it it's something to listen to and it's something you can ignore like it's cool it sounds cool but like it's also like it's
1: background you know it's not less quiet yeah no you don't have to give it your full attention
0: Yeah, it's almost like because it sounds like it's from a movie and you're doing a scene.
1: It's like fuel.
0: It's kind of like the soundtrack to your shot almost.
1: See, that's actually really cool because like uh, like, uh, back when I first started doing the whole toy photography thing and I found out about like uh, the ACBA video format that they do because like ACBA Uh started kind of more in a video format on YouTube um when I found out that that was like one of the main ways they did it like my whole thing was like oh well cool like I've always kind of wanted to like make music videos I think it'd be cool to like do toy photography set to music and then I'm like oh well then I ran into all these complications because YouTube doesn't like that so it's like okay well that kind of changes the game up but I was still all I would really still like to do something like that later on if I could get like uncopyrighted music that I actually enjoyed You know, like, that actually meant something to me. I would like to put together, like, you know, toy photography, music video type of deals or something like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, even if, like, it was just the shot with the music playing.
1: Yeah, even that. Even a couple, even, like, a montage of different shots or something to kind of tell, like, a story to go with the music or something. Something that shares a similar vibe, you know?
0: That's a different aspect, you know, maybe people haven't really thought of. Like, kind of, like coming up with a soundtrack to this the shot you're doing like
1: yeah no yeah. i've i've always thought about that actually like that's always been like something that's in my head like because sometimes i'll set up certain like like scenes with a song in my head like not even listening to the song i'll just have it like in my head and i'll just play it over and over in my head you know like i'm like ooh, what what will be happening here you know like i don't oh, know yeah
0: for sure and like i think the the sense inspired stuff it's like uh less worried about copyright stuff because some of it's like they're not signed yeah and stuff and it's just no lyrics so it's like really not way to like
1: it's i should look into that then
0: it's cool like check it out and just like even just to like chill out to and listen to like like i said I'll, i'll throw on some stuff on my headphones to go to sleep and it's like
1: like the soundtrack to my dreams, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, Do you have any crazy ass dreams because of it, or what? <laughs> You're like running through a fucking synth factory and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was funny. Bunch of people no, no, sports was... and shit.
0: Yeah, no, it's. it's that is cool. creepy. Say... <laughs> Kenan's gotten pretty good, like, has gotten a lot of improvement on He's really taking some time now. I really. Like happy that he's been continuing to take shots. He's gotten a lot better. I think we've all gotten a lot better. literally looking at our stuff.
1: But, I, I I definitely see Gil has definitely improved since I uh, first started. Like you know, checking his shots and stuff out. He's oh, definitely, definitely picking up uh, some some uh, skills and techniques and things like that and putting them to use. So that's cool.
0: Yeah, I would love to get him an actual camera not that there's anything wrong with a cell phone because I mean I got a a friend I talked to I consider him my friend I talked to him all the time we met through Gundam and the same guy kind of influenced us to like me probably more Mr. Miyagi maybe because he like talks to the guy a lot more than I do but he also was influenced by the same person and started doing tour photography and he uses a cell phone and he takes like phenomenal shots. His name's Chef Toirdy. just he takes. Yeah, yeah,
1: I follow Chef Toyardi.
0: Yeah, yeah, I talked to him all the time, and we met a while ago, like just through uh, Gundam fandom. So I, I consider him like a, a friend through photography and like hobbies. Like he's definitely somebody I'd go to to talk to about. Like, hey, man, what do you think about this? Like, I, I told like I told him how to do the explosion. Trick he's real cool he's real he's knowledgeable and he's also not afraid to like share techniques or like how to make a prop or pull something off and the fact that he does everything with a cell phone like I'm not going to sleep on a cell phone but at the same time my whole point is like I would love to like get an actual camera in Gil's hands.
1: Yeah no I hear you.
0: And let him play and him because you are limited on a phone.
1: Yeah, so like, to, what, to what settings it allows you to do and things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, being able to let him be able to play and go beyond what just a cell phone could do, I think I think he'd fall in love with it even more. But like I said, with anything learning, it would probably be some frustrating aspects, but I just would like to see what he could do with a, with a camera. <clears throat> or at least, like, get his hands on an actual camera and like i said i mean i not wrong with cell phone. like chef takes like phenomenal like he's up there well it all depends
1: with... on your phone though too like i just recently my lady got me a samsung uh samsung s20 for my uh yeah. for christmas and dude that thing it takes such damn good photos like i think it could possibly take better photos than my camera right now but i haven't messed with it enough to really fully push it to its limits but it's possible uh, mean... because some of the pictures i take just right off like with freehand It's, like, insane.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure, like, I mean, my old point-and-shoot had, like, 24 megapixels, and it was taking really nice shots. I mean, I can't do what I can do with this one, and with the 4000D, it's only 18 megapixels. And that's really just, like, image quality and stuff like that and resolution. But I really want to get a camera that has more than 18 um,
1: megapixels. What?
0: yeah but like you want one with
1: like at least like 23 or something like that
0: yeah i mean that's why i'm also debating on my next upgrade it's either going to be like a nice upgrade or the upgrade's going to be like this is the camera i'm going to have for a long time so like i'm even looking at like you know sony no no i'm sticking with canon but it's probably going to be more like a you know the 5d like mark 4 or like the uh the eos 5drs that's like then that's ridiculous but like it's like if i buy that i don't need a camera for a long time it's like 50 megapixels it does everything every canon can do like the only thing i really need to invest in which i think every one of the cameras yeah with uh, everybody with a camera should do is invest in some glass and maybe that's something i should do too with just this camera is maybe invest in some lights
1: grass. you could always you could always up your lighting too. the like uh one thing i w- i'm looking at getting for christmas hopefully is like a um uh, like a professional like photography type lighting setup where it has like the the um, umbrella diffusers and like um a whole framing for like using backdrops and things like that just something uh, i like, i can set like up like kind of like a, a co- photo studio type of deal
0: be like a fill light and stuff like that yeah it's amazing how to think because i think like oh lighting i gotta make it dark and then add my lighting and it's like really like a lot of times like no you can have your dining room light on and then add the lighting and it's like you know like the main thing is
1: just trying to match up the lighting colors is the main thing like uh you don't want like a yellow light and then a bunch of like white lights, you know, because that's going to kind of throw, unless that's what, you, unless you're going for like a yellow lighting, then you want to have more yellow lights than white light, you know, something like that. Like, yeah.
0: I find it the hardest thing with lighting, especially if you, some guys do it phenomenally, but I find it like it's hard and I've gotten away from it. Some of the shots I've done, like when I first started, incorporated it, but like using your computer for digital background matching the lighting and trying to make it look where that's not a digital background. Like, it's hard. Yeah, it's super hard. Very hard. Uh,
1: I only know a few guys who can do it really, really well.
0: I, I mean, and I think in some shots that I've used it, I've pulled it off. Um, But it's hard. And trying to get it to blend in where it doesn't like... There's there's some shots where people do it, and it's like, that's a fucking computer screen. <laughs> like.
1: the main problem is like either a you get an image that doesn't match the figure that you're shooting with like aesthetically like you get an animated background with a realistic figure or vice versa or like you said your foreground lighting doesn't match the lighting to your background and that just makes it look really bad or you can even get glares from your computer screen which will just immediately you know dissolve the you know illusion that you're trying to create
0: yeah, because the, the light will shine off of the screen, and then
1: you know it's a screen. It's not, you know, it's not an actual backdrop.
0: Yeah, that's why, like, uh, that and the biggest thing I've seen that screams out that someone's using a digital background is when the background is light so much brighter than everything else. Yeah, like it's almost like it. It, it like you could just tell, and it just screams that it's a digital background. And, and it's but, hard not but, to
1: do that because you 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 have to get the right amount of lighting on the figure, you know, in order to even make the figure show up against the screen. So <laughs> that's another hard part, you know?
0: Yeah, and I'm trying to find, because I haven't really...
1: And you want to use a mixture of, like, foreground props to kind of break it up, too, to kind of add that realism, too. Because if you only have your, your figure in the foreground and then your computer screen in the background and there's no, like, kind of props in between... It, then that kind of makes it look really fake, too, you know? Oh, yeah. There's some.
0: It people doesn't people look, look like, like there's
1: any true depth.
0: Yeah, there's some people that look like they put the photo right, the figure right in front of the computer screen and snap the shot and went done. And it's like, nah. Like, I'm trying to find an example where I've successfully done it because I don't do it that often.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I only have like maybe one shot where I did it really well. And it was an old Common Rider shot that I took. And I used like this really cool lit up background, like this Tokyo, like lit up neon street sign background type of deal. And I used okay, a common this- rider on a bike and it looked really good.
0: Well now see, this is where I, I might come off as a little bit of a hypocrite with the lighting and bouncing off the screen. Cause it, but it didn't do it. But my most successful digital shot was the Ninja Gaiden one with the, to, with the Tokyo city behind him. But what I did to blend that in more is I, I had this like wood, it, it was a, a dinner tray, a wooden tray, serving tray that broke and my girl I took it from my girl and I wrapped it in saran wrap <laughs> to like really tight and smooth so it reflected what was on the screen and like propped it up like placed it so like it looked like a roof but it reflected all the like like a shiny kind of like marble type like flooring and it reflected all the light from the screen and reflected like some of the buildings so it blended everything in together. That's probably my most successful one. I was going
1: to say, that sounds intense.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's probably my most successful one. And the one, like you said, uh pretty much was like, the, the screen is going to help me to make the depth and be in the background, but it's not going to be so prominent. And then building like in front of it is what made it blend in more. Oh my god! Where's a good shot? That I think it's probably my Venom Captain America fucking shot, mm-hmm. which I think. Well, no, that's Spider Man one with the Vulture. One of my first shots, so I think, looks pretty good, but it looks okay.
1: You know, I've actually had a couple successes using the um, the uh cardboard backings that come in like some of the Marvel Legends sets, like the. Uh... Uh, squirrel girl, like her <laughs> background, I've used that for a cool shot, and then like I used the um, I can see that I the Guardians the of the Hydra. Galaxy one.
0: I got that Hydra one from the two pack that I think would look awesome in the background of a shot. I just haven't figured out the shot yet, but I think that would probably look fucking awesome. But yeah, there's some little things like that. Uh, what nice. is a shot with a digital background that I know I have one, yeah.
1: I found mine, too. I was going to share it with you right now.
0: The cat in America where he's got the Venom stuff on him. But at the same time, I purposely made the screen brighter. So it looks like there's light outside of this warehouse. I think I pulled it off successfully.
1: I sent one to you through Instagram. Yeah,
0: I'm going to look at it right now. I just sent you one, too. Which one did you send me
1: through Instagram? I didn't get it. You didn't? Yeah. I sent it to you to your actual account.
0: Oh, I'm on the wrong fucking
1: account. Yeah, you're on your APA account right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I have so many more pictures on that than I do on my (laughs) actual. Like, I only started recently
1: trying to like.
0: (coughs) Yeah, that one works a lot, but that to me looks very successful.
1: But even so, I still could have got some more, like, different types of lighting off of his armor and stuff, and that would have, like, sold it even more, you know?
0: Yeah, maybe some different colors because of the neon signs that would probably reflect off of it. But, I mean, in real life, I've seen lighting like that where it's so bright almost. Like, you almost imagine on the other side of them it's lit up like a Christmas tree on one side of them. Exactly, that's what I was going for. So, but, like, you know, the other side of the street might not be so colorful. That could be him walking past that particular block, and it's not that bright. So, to me, I mean, to me, I think it looks successful. I think it it, it pulls off. I've seen shit like that in real life where that's how the light plays. But, yeah, I mean, there could have been some other little colors
1: in there. Like, but I think it pulled it off. I think it's a cool shot. That's, like, one of the very few. I, I literally had to go back really far to find that one.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it now 2017 shit.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> I buy a lot of dioramas and stuff, so I, half the time I don't really feel the need to try to use the whole um, digital background. But when people do it successfully, it does add a lot. So I would like to Oh yeah. try it a couple more times, revisit it, really master it.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, I'm not totally against it. I mean, I have shots where I used it. Some GI Joe ones. I used it with the rooftop, and it actually like worked incredible. Especially the one with the Storm Shadow by like this chimney. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna
1: fall asleep soon. So yeah, me too, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, we, we 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 already did the outro and everything, so we could just we could just hang it up, and I could just add this stuff in later.
0: Yeah, no problem. Uh, dude, that was fun. Uh, we got to do it again.
1: Hell oh, yeah, next time we'll get one more person. That way uh, they can maybe stop us.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Be like, that's not...
1: He'll, he, he'll have to be the restrainer. <laughs> or or Jade. <laughs> yeah, somebody. Somebody should know, be like, stop talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All yeah. right, man. All right, bro. You have a you. good night. You have a good weekend.